information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry. It is an absolute pleasure being here with you for yet another episode, the 106th episode of this Criticast. And uh, we got loads of news, uh, stuff that happened this week, some tragic stuff and a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, also going to talk about the death row, uh, your, get your opinions on what you think of the death row. And I'm not talking about death row label, behave. But, you know, death row and that sort of thing, as far as your country is concerned, it's particularly Zimbabwe, because some from South Africa, so we'll put that in there. And then, of course, uh, I'm going to give you 50 little relationship uh, pieces of advice, you know, and that sort of thing. I'm going to go through about 50 of them. But first of all, starting off with uh, the first uh, batches of bad news, uh, David Bowie, absolute legend, uh, uh, was cre- died this past week. Uh, it was so sad. He's like one of those big icons. But the sad thing is, he died at the age of 69, and his birthday was last week, and that's when he released his... Uh, 29th album so just a few days after that he unfortunately passed away from uh, his battle with cancer another person to die from his battle with cancer is um alan rickman who was known for as severus snape on um harry potter uh he was uh 69 as well was he yeah, yeah. was it were they about the same age oh yeah rough, roughly about the age. he also played hans gruber on um the iconic dead uh dead the Die Hard, Die Hard series, yeah, you know, yeah, he, the first Die Hard series, yeah, yeah, he was uh, the evil guy, totally awesome guy, so rest in peace to both of those guys, uh, big, big actors out there in the rest of the world. In the rest of the news that's happening out there, big news came out this week that Carl Joshua and Lube is taking part in a comedy, or joined the cast of a comedy series called My Child, um, it's going to be, it's, it's kind of like South Park, but for Southern Africa, sort of thing, African type of South Park. He comes in and brings in a South a, a Zimbabwean voice to the series. So that's a first for Zimbabweans in, on uh, Comedy Central. And speaking of which, remember, he's also, uh, he was also the first Zimbabwean to uh, participate in a Comedy Central show at the, at the Comedy Central International Com- Comedy Festival that was out last year. But yeah, big news is going to be one of the voices for one of the characters in that show. Also happening, uh, big news as well, Danai Gurira. Yeah, she, we know her a lot as the Michonne on, um, what's the name of that film? Uh, the Walking Dead, yeah. She's going to be playing Afeni Shekhar, that's Tupac's mum, on uh, a film about the life of the late great Tupac Shakur. So She's going to be playing uh, the character of the mother, the mother who was a complex woman and that sort of thing. The, the biography is called... All Eyes on Me and takes a look at the rise and rise of uh, Tupac within the hip hop circles and his, uh, and he's getting shot and as well as his prolific time at death row and that sort of thing. So shout out to Dana Gurira who's doing some simply amazing things. For those who don't know, one of her plays will be get, coming out on, uh, on Broadway this coming month, that's in February, and it stars Lupita Nyongo. She performed in that before. It's called Eclipsed. So yeah, pretty awesome for Dana. Dana doing big things. Uh, what else was news this week? Nicole de Klerk, yeah, she apparently called black people kaffirs. Uh, she she worked at an advertising agency, an events promotion company, and uh, she was at an argument over chairs with these black people and says, oh, why don't you kaffirs do this? And when the police came, or the security guys came, she says, yeah, I see, I call them kaffirs because that's what they are. 
it's, it's, it takes us back to the whole Penny Sparrow issue, and which she said, you know, I call them, she called people monkeys and justified calling them monkeys, which kind of shows that in South Africa, the use of derogatory terms against people of color is pretty common and justified by people who use them, which is kind of strange. Just like, wow. Like W actual WTF and a fallout from the Penny Sparrow issue, by the way. Gareth Cliff was relieved from his idol's duties after he put put out a post in which he said that he was defending the right to free speech. Not that he was defending what Penny Sparrow said, and in my opinion, I think um, there might be an issue there. But uh, the idols said um, the Internet were in charge of idols said that they were taking a more hardline stance uh, to what people say it on social media who were employed by them so that's going to be pretty intense yeah we'll see how that falls out in football yeah that actually happened uh ballon, the ballon d'or went to messi not many people argue with that uh and what was interesting was our Al pasua piri and uh, charles mabika voted charles mabika and, and Kalisto pasua voted pretty much the same but danny piri voted for cristiano ronaldo as his number one so yeah it is what it is yeah. So finally, uh, in Europe, and this should get people a little bit scared. Uh, the European Court of Human Rights, uh, you know, says that in a new ruling this past week, said that bosses have the right to read private messages that are uh, sent out by their employees, which could kind of get scary because I'm just thinking that kind of thing. <laughs> Imagine if you just any it could get complicated if you're having a weird relationship with one of your bosses and so forth. Or when you support it, as that could be seen, you know, you could get into trouble. But I don't know, whatever. They're allowed to view it because they're allowed to see if you're, um, you know, putting, get, doing your duties, essentially. So, yeah, although it doesn't mean they can snoop, it just simply means that they can look up uh, during your, the course of your day to see if you're actually doing what you're supposed to do. And this includes... Uh, WhatsApp includes, yeah, so that could get complicated. Yeah, this Larry is the Criticast on the other side to talk about death row. Yeah, you listen to the Criticast, the name is Larry, and this past week, 16 inmates took uh, to the Constitutional Court to fight uh, the death penalty. They say that it's inhumane and degrading, and a lot of, some of them, uh, well, uh, all of them, uh, went between the age of four years and 20 years on de death row. Because but primarily Zimbabwe is struggling to find a a hangman yeah struggling to find someone who wants to kill people it's kind of weird uh not kind of weird it must be one of those things that's just kind of like you can't go to sleep and so forth it's kind of weird whatever i don't know it is what it is so anyway they uh they are 117 people on death row in zimbabwe now the new constitution says that anyone aged under the age of uh 17 cannot be sentenced to death uh if they're in the over can't remember over 65 or something. Oh, should have looked this up. Anyway, uh, the, the constitution is pretty adamant about that. That's in as far as males are concerned. Women cannot be sentenced to death row. It's kind of like weird. I mean, I don't know why. Why the difference? Why women shouldn't be sent to death row? Men shouldn't be sent to death row if we say we're living in an equal society. And if people are capable of the same level of evil and violence, then the sentences should be the same. So anyway, that's a completely different discussion. Now, I asked people what they thought about death row and that sort of thing. Um, there's a huge debate right now. I could put it a death row. Death penalty. I keep thinking about hip hop. That's strange. But death penalty. What do people think about death penalty? And I sent it out to people and this is what they had to say. Hi, Larry. My name is Linda Oliphant and I'm from South Africa. I truly and honestly believe that with regards to crime in South Africa specifically, 
we definitely need the, the um, death penalty to be brought back. We have way too many crimes against women and children. We have way too many rape cases against women and children. And when I say rape cases, I refer to children as young as the age of five years old who are either being raped by their uncles, the neighbors, their stepfathers, their brothers, or someone that's very close to them. We are a sick society in South Africa. Um, I think that one of the things that Mandela, did, that Mandela really did us wrong is simply by letting go of the death penalty. And when that happened, the crime rate in South Africa increased phenomenally. Uh, you know, house break, break-ins went from probably like 500 to more than 30,000, 50,000, you know. People now break in, they rape you, they kill you, and then they still steal from you. Whereas back in the days, during the apartheid era, they used to break in, steal from you, tie you up, and then they would leave. You know, people pay a fine of a thousand rand. A thousand rand is absolutely nothing compared to the trauma and the pain that you have caused to the individual or individuals. I truly and honestly believe that the crime rate in South Africa can and would be cut by half if we bring back the death penalty. Yes, I think it's good to face a death penalty after you've killed somebody as well. Because um, I don't think it's fair for people to take the law into their own hands as we have got uh, proper uh, uh, people to do that job for us, you know, uh, to, you know, like police and so forth. So, yes, let people face death penalty. I think... It could um, lessen up uh, the way people are just killing each other every day and every time these days. is too much anyway. It's just too extremes. Your impromptu is very right. Yeah, that's an impromptu one about the death. Well... From, from you know, old school justice perspective, I would say the death penalty is okay. But because the world is getting more lenient and all, uh, we want to assume that the death penalty is wrong. But then again, does uh, where will we put all those prisoners? And uh, where will the need for you know, see, presidential pardons be? So, personally, I would say I had never thought of changing any laws on in regards to issues like that. But, uh, I don't know. Ask the activists. They want everyone alive. Hi, Larry. I support the death penalty. I think it's uh, life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn. Wound for wound, stripe for stripe, and death for death. I just, I think it's fair. Yeah. 
So those are a few thoughts on the death penalty. Uh, there were a couple of other thoughts that came out in which people are saying that, you know, they can't really support it and that's it because, you know, uh, there's, it's just uh, no, what the state shouldn't judge. No one has the right to take life away. But then some people are getting the same breath that, you know, the, the person that killed somebody, if there's somebody who's being sent to jail for killings people, uh, decided on their own that they were going to take somebody else's life. So it's pretty complicated. It's as complicated as a Facebook relationship. Really, it's just like so weird. Uh, my opinion on the whole, whole thing is, I think different countries should be able to decide what what works because in some countries the fear of death is a lot longer, is a lot larger than everybody else's. I, can, I cannot have a universal approach to it. So some countries it's a deterrent. Sometimes some countries not so much. So each country must be able to decide. Decide. I, I I'm of the opinion that societies are not as homogenous as we like to think they are. The, the, it, while in countries like like the United States, they'll argue that uh, the research has been found, or in the UK and so forth, the research has been found that human the the tendency to, for people to uh, not commit certain crimes because they fear the death penalty is let, is, is not uh, impacted by whether there's an existence of a death penalty or not. You know, that those are different people. You know. There's a voice of someone in South Africa saying that the death penalty should come back because of the, the fear of crime, whereas maybe the the issues in as far as the root of the cause of crime it might be something else, and just instituting instituting uh, bigger penalties might not be the issue. It might just it might be complete. I don't know. It's 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 never that simple. You 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 want to have punitive measures, but at the same time you want justice and. You know, so many times we've come across reports of people being executed, and they were not—they were not guilty of the crime that they were executed for. So, <sighs> yeah, I can see both arguments, and I, I sit on neither side of the, of the arguments. They, it, every country must be able to decide what they think is best for them, as long as the citizens of that respect the human rights of people concerned on both sides, both the victims and as well the perpetrators. If the perpetrators must have certain rights. Prisoners have certain rights and whatever it is and that sort of thing. And just for the record, 20 years on death row is just, it's just, it's just not right. I mean, you know, you can't, it's completely inhumane. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it's just not right. Absolutely not right. You can't wake up every morning wondering if it's your last day. You should know, you know. Yeah, it's just not right. My name is Larry, it is the Quiddercast, and in this last segment, I'm going to talk about relationship advice. There are 50 of them. I'm not going to really go through 50 of them. I'm going to pick and choose from 50. And they came on Thought Catalog. Uh, Lorenzo Jensen, the third, just look for timeless pieces of advice about relationships. Uh, you know, they're, they're pretty timeless. So I'm going to talk, uh, don't stay with person who, uh, the person who antagonizes or uh, belittles you. So just don't be in that sort of relationship. Uh, if you feel lonely, then you're better off alone. Yeah, and, if you, and then in relationships, you should know when to walk away. Uh, also, you can gauge a person's love by, for you by how they treat you when they are upset with you, not just when they love you. Key one: love is a verb, not a noun. Mm. Yeah, number two, one of these. I like this one. When a light bulb goes out, you fix the light bulb. You don't get a new house. Hmm. Oh yeah, um, pretty pretty. Yeah. Uh, another one. Just because you've been in a relationship for a long time doesn't mean that you are. It's a good relationship. Hmm. Uh, no relationship is perfect. Uh, there will always be conflict. What What matters is the desire to solve the problem. Pretty key. 
This one, I like. Always fight the problem, not the other person. If you keep this in mind when arguing, arguing, you'll be able to actually resolve the issue and then be mad at each other. Uh, don't disparage the person you're dating behind you, their back, so you don't, don't be looking out there and just be saying dodgy things about them. That's just not cool. Uh, confidence isn't whether the person likes you, or whether, but rather whether you'll be okay whether they like you or not. Uh, you know, you... You have to work at love. That's that's what I always, always say. That's that's the next one. Uh, you're not required to set yourself on fire to keep the other person warm. <laughs> uh, do this one. I love. Do not fall in love with your waitress, hooker, or therapist. I gotta read that one again. Do not fall in love with your waitress, hooker, or therapist. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Just stop trying to find that right person. Try by being trying to be the right person. So often we talk about what sort of person we want to see in a relationship instead of deciding that we want to be the sort of person that's a good for a great relationship. You know what I mean? Uh, always be the first to genuinely apologize after a fight. That's uh, pretty key. Uh, just because uh, you like the friend version of someone doesn't mean you will like the, the relationship version of them. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know what it is. Uh, don't be afraid to open and be vulnerable. Uh, vulnerability can bring you closer together and strengthen the two of you. Uh, just because somebody doesn't love you the way you want them to doesn't mean they don't love you with all they have. Uh, don't fall with somebody's potential. Uh, yeah, oh, they could end up being a nice person. Don't fall in love with the memories you had with the person. So if the memories sound nicer than what you're in right now, that is a bad relationship. <laughs> The best sign of elder relationship is no sign of it on Facebook. Ah, you see, that, 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 yeah, there's so many more out there. You can find them. Uh, you know, I, I, people always ask if I don't have a relationship status on Facebook because I, I like to have elder relationships because, you know, when you have relationships on Facebook, it's awkward. Uh, you know, you're, you're hooked up on Facebook and then when the moment you break up, the whole world knows. Uh, that's not it. It gets even more complicated in that everybody wants to be involved in your relationship, uh, you, you know, and I don't know. I, I, I like that part aspect of my life. Private. Kind of healthy, so I don't know. But there's different people, different strokes, and different faults. And that's with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of the Career Cast. My name is Bean Larry Quitter. I always say the name is Bean Larry Quitter. I like it. Like I'm going to change my name. Hello. You should stop saying it. Whatever it is. Anyway, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, the info, email address is info at larryquitedeye.com or you can get in touch with me via Twitter at quitteredeye. You can find the Career Cast on. Instagram, in, oh, Instagram, really? What they got? Oh, your Instagram, Larry, behave! Uh, you can find it on iTunes and iTunes. Just search for Quiricast, or you can search for hashtag Quiricast, and uh, you can get it there. And you won't, you won't miss an episode. You can go to iona.com. You can just get the RSS feed from there, and you can also load it onto your Android type phone. And every time a new episode comes out, you'll be able to download it. I want you get notifications and that sort of thing. Uh, catch me on ZFM on Tuesdays between six and. 6.30 on Tuesday Night Football and uh, on the same channel between 6.30 and 7 on a show called uh, Health Matters. I talk about Health Matters. Oh, really? Yeah, sure. Also on the same channel, uh, you can also catch me on Fridays between 6.30 and 7 with Kondai Gianica on a show called The Switch that is powered by the movement. Other than that, I say take care of you and the people that you love. And the final thing I have to say is just because it's a new year doesn't mean all problems have to be new or re-renewed. 
It's been Larry. It's been the Queer Cost. Take care of yourself and the people that you love. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?